Hey everybody, this is Shannon Early, your hostess of Nesting with the Early Words. Thank you so much for coming back. If you're a new listener, I am so glad that you're here. Welcome to the show. And remember, you can always follow me on Facebook, you guys, Nesting with the Early Birds. Early has an E before the Y, so it's E-A-R-L-E-Y. I'm also on Instagram. You can email me, nestingwiththeearlybirds at gmail.com, whatever you like to do. And remember to subscribe to the show, like the show, share the show, do whatever you like with it, but help my audience grow. That would be so awesome. Today, friends, I'm going to give you some advice, and I don't normally go about that on my show. I feel like, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. They've got their own way to do the thing, but I was thinking, you know, like, what am I good at in my life? Not to be, like, super prideful about it, but I'm like, what's going well for me? What is normally going well for me, and what would benefit other people. And again, like, I feel so weird to say all these things because I'm not normally like, hey, let me tell you how to do your life. But I just wanted to share with you guys something that is um, helpful for me. My marriage is pretty amazing. I've been with my husband now since 2007, so 14 years. And we're best buddies, like we're super best friends. And obviously, we've gone through the times of, you know, the ups and the downs and the all arounds and whatever. But at the end of the day, we always know that we are for each other. Like, no matter what, he's my ride or die guy, like he's gonna get my back, I'm gonna get his back no matter what. And we've got that kind of marriage, you know, where if somebody talks to him, they're gonna get the same answer I would say, like, especially if it's a big deal question, like, where are you guys gonna celebrate Christmas? Or what do you think about this in the Bible? Him and I are pretty much like-minded. You know what I'm saying? And I was thinking, what is it that is so special about our marriage? You know, like, is it just that God blessed us? And then I thought, well, no, there's certain things that we do. Like, obviously, I think Evan is a blessing, but there's also certain things that we bring to our marriage and that we do for each other and we do with each other. And I ended up writing them down for you guys. So there's eight specific things. If you want to get a pencil or a pen and write it down, go for it. I'm also going to make a little downloadable PDF. If you want that, email me at nestingwiththeearlybirds at gmail.com. Remember, it's E-A-R-L-E-Y, and I will send you a PDF version. You can also go to my website, nestingwiththeearlybirds.com. Uh, dot com. And there's a little thing that's like, contact me or get in touch with Shannon. Just fill out your info and I'll send you a PDF of this uh, worksheet. So basically, guys, I wanted to share with you how you can go from partners to lovers, how you can basically be each other's number one guy, number one girl. And I'm going to call this the eight to be's of marriage. You know, like to be or not to be. These are the eight to be's of marriage. And basically everything is, you know, a B word, like be kind. I didn't say be kind in it. I'm just giving you an example, you know. So, and there's not in like a super particular order. I did put them in sort of an order that matches, but particularly today, we're going to go over the first four and then I'm going to do the next four on the next episode. So make sure you tune into that. My episodes come out every Tuesday. So you're going to want to make sure that you hear it, girl. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let's finally get into this topic of the to-be's of marriage. So it's the eight to-be's of marriage. Let me make sure it's eight. Yeah, it's eight. Okay, (laughs) It was seven for a second, and then I forgot one. So, okay, guys, the first to-be of marriage is to be servant-hearted. So being a servant, think about that. It's not, you know, coming 
to be served. You're not thinking to yourself all the time, what can this person do for me? Or what is this person doing that I like? What is this person doing I don't like for me? It's not going to work if that's how you're thinking all the time of what is this person bringing to the table for me? I remember hearing one time how people say, you know, marriage is 50-50, but that is crap. That is a total lie. Marriage is not 50-50, guys. Marriage is 100-100. You need to be putting in 100% and they need to be putting in 100%. It's just not going to work otherwise. You know, if your marriage is all about how can they serve me, what can they do for me, it's just not going to fly. So remember, be servant-hearted. Think about what can I do for them? How can I make their life better? You know, some uh, tangible way that you might look at that is being servant-hearted is like, you know, I know they normally do the dishes at night, but I can tell they've had a really stressful day. So I'll do the dishes for them and take over their chore or something like, I know they love coffee in the morning and they make it for themselves every day, but you know what? I'm going to brew a pot for them today. I'm just going to brew a pot. That's all you have to do. And you know what? It makes their day a little bit better, a little bit brighter, and you've put their your stamp on their life. You're like, boom, I'm here, baby. I made you some coffee. Drink up. Think of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So the next to be is to be present, to be present. We're all about being mindfulness, right? Like mindful right now. Mindfulness is this huge thing. And yes, it does work. It's just sometimes to me a little ridiculous that you need to sit there and think about like, I'm breathing. I feel my toes. Like it's just a little whatever. It's fine. But you know what? It does work in a lot of situations, (laughs) And one of those is in your marriage, being present, you know, in mindfulness, you're really supposed to sit there, center yourself and really study your surroundings. Think about where you are in space and time. So the way that this might look being present in your marriage would be your husband or wife is speaking with you. So you put your dang cell phone away. You put it down, you turn off the ringer, you turn off the beeping devices or whatever, and you hide that sucker. And you look at your spouse in those eyeballs and you listen to what they have to say. You really need to be able to, you know, watch their lips move. Look at the way their eyebrows move. How are they feeling? What does their body language look like? If you're really present like that, it's going to make you an amazing listener. It's going to give you that awesome skill of active listening, which is Basically, what all women want in their man is to be a great active listener when we're venting at the end of the day about how stressful our kids were. Just listen to what we have to say. Be present, you know? No, uh-huh. Yeah, got it. While you're looking at your phone. No, look me in the face. Um, this might also be like, let's say your wife is cooking in the kitchen or you're cooking in the kitchen because I'm not sexist and my husband does cook in the kitchen. That might look like, oh, you see him cooking. So you go in there and you rub their little butt. Boop. You see them cooking. Hey, I noticed you. Give them a kiss on the cheek. Thanks for cooking. Something like that. And this goes right into the next to be, which is to be interested. So you can be present, right? And you can be hearing what they're saying and looking at their face and feeling their skin or whatever and all this other stuff. But if you're not interested in what they're saying, it really doesn't matter. That's like noticing there's like this giant, bug about to bite your leg and then you don't do anything about it. You know, you're not like interested in protecting your leg. I don't know. My um, like 
the imagery I'm giving you guys is probably so ridiculous, okay? It's just it's the first thing that comes on my head. I wrote all these notes on the actual to-be's and none on the practical ways to use them. So all of that is just straight from the hip, the way I like to do it, Shannon style. So being interested. So you're mindful, you're looking at them. Well, being interested would also mean that you choose them. One time I was in um, marriage counseling, uh, premarital counseling. I'm sorry. Our church requires that every couple has premarital counseling. And I remember the um, the pastor saying, basically, your spouse wants to feel chosen, particularly your wife wants to feel chosen. So that would look like instead of going out for a beer, you choose to spend time with your wife instead of going on your phone you choose to spend time listening to your husband's day. Instead of going to take a nap, you choose that time to maybe go on a walk or do something kind for your spouse, with your spouse. You know what I'm saying? Um, So being interested, you're choosing them. You're interested in them. You're listening well. You know, a, a way that someone's listening well, they're looking at you in the eyes. They're also blinking. They're nodding. They're repeating back what you say. So being interested in the conversation might look like I say, today was just so difficult. All the kids were just crying the whole day. They wouldn't stop touching me. Nobody listened. and It was just terrible. A good listener would say something like, oh man, I hear that your day was really stressful. I'm really sorry. I would be really frustrated too. Something like that is being a good listener. Um, Asking them questions. You know, if you're interested in something, you want to learn about it, right? You know, you might be interested in making some kind of cool thing. Well, you're going to have to do that research. You're going to have to ask those questions and you're going to have to listen well to, you know, get the um, information. And it's the same thing with your spouse. Ask them questions about their day. Ask them questions about their feelings. Ask them questions about how they think the food is. What do they? What was their favorite part of the show that you guys watched tonight? Just ask questions. Be interested in them. And then also do research on the things that they love. So if your husband is an uber Star Wars nerd, I mean, it's one thing to say, oh, they're a nerd, whatever, haha, laugh. But when you actually don't have any interest at all than even looking about what Star Wars is all about, then that's just not really fair, especially if it's something your husband loves. So for one year, for instance, I dressed up as Princess Leia for Halloween and my husband was Han Solo. Guess what, guys? I secretly do not care about Princess Leia. Like everybody thinks that we together are Star Wars nerds and we're not. It's my husband and I love my husband, so I go along with it. Does that make sense? Like I'm not actually interested in the battles for Tatooine or whatever planets they are. I really could care less, but I do care because my husband cares so much. So that's me kind of like doing research on the things that they love. You know, I want to see how can I be present with my husband in the moment of whatever he's interested in or whatever he's doing, how can I show him that I'm caring about this? You know, how can I be servant hearted in that situation? And that might be like me dressing up like Princess Leia, even though I have no desire to. And then finally, guys, for today, the last to be I wanted to give you is to be supportive, which really wraps up all the being present and interested and servant hearted things all together. Being supportive in whatever your spouse's endeavor may be, whether it's work, whether it's working out, whether it's something that they want to try, a new craft, a new idea, a new project, support them, right? Support them through that. Support them when they are just venting about a tough day. You know, you don't have to try to fix it. 
You support them. You can say, hey, do you want me to just listen to this or do you want me to find a problem to this? Because doing that is supporting them. Whatever they give you the answer to, you now know how you can support them, right? Support them when they want to quit smoking, right? Or when they're trying to do a diet. If you're trying to support them when they're doing something big like that, get foods that are, you know, good for them to eat. Help them stick to a plan if they have a plan. Help them make sure they get the exercise they need by saying, hey, can I take the kids while you go on a walk right now? Or, hey, hon, did you want to go lift weights? I'll watch the kids for you. You know, that's being supportive. Help them whenever, you know, they're asking for help. Obviously, that's I can't imagine a marriage where somebody's like, can you please help me? And you're like, no, thanks. But that's an obvious way that you can support them right there. That might go from something as easy as, hey, honey, can you help me move this couch because I want to change the room around? Yeah, I'll do that. That's supportive. Or it can be something even bigger like I'm totally miserable in my job and I don't think I can do it much longer and I really think I need another career support them guys, you know, make those big decisions together and for each other. Because in the end of the day, like that's, that's your gift. That's what you have is each other. And you need to honor each other and remember, Hey man, God gave me this person, which I'm going to get into next time. But it's a, it's a really big deal. The person that you're with is made in the image of God. You are made in the image of God. And as the image of God, the bearers of the image of God, you are trying to love each other well and show the love of Jesus to each other. So remember, the four to be's today are to be servant-hearted. Marriage is 100-100, not 50-50. Be present. Put down your cell phone. Listen to what they have to say. Mindfulness. Be interested. Choose them. Listen well. Ask questions. Do research on the things they love. And be supportive in whatever their endeavor may be, whether it's work or not, support them. All right, guys, that's my four to be's for the, t- the t- for the today. That's my four B's for today. My four to be's for today. I should really edit this, guys, but now you get to just see that I'm a mush mouth all the time. Those are my four to be's of the day. I hope that maybe one of them struck you a little bit, you know, or maybe you already do these things, but you realized man, I'm kind of slacking in one of these categories and it would really help if I were to amp up my game. So I really hope that these are something that you can see yourself doing in your marriage or, you know, I hope that you can take the first step to be the one in the marriage to do these things. Share these with your spouse. These are things that my husband and I, you know, we talked over and they're really things that we think work well. All right, remember to share my show with others that might want to hear it. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. Go to my website, nestingwiththeearlybirds.com. Fill out a contact form, and I will send you the eight to B's of marriage. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming back. And remember that God totally loves you all the time. Mm-hmm.